Impale him. You shove it up your asshole. I gotta save my tits. You're goddamn right or I'll stake you too. There's just thousands of people that are up on stakes. You know who really is winning this war? Whoever in Romania builds stakes. There's a guy shoving tits in his pants like, if I get out of here. Boobs that are just falling out of his pocket. Let's light it on fire. That's awesome. I'm now lighting the stakes on fire, so that's added some kind of new nuance to it. No, he's got me! He's got me! Staking, staking the whole world. Welcome back, dabblers. You've got another episode from People Time. Ready to learn some awesome shit, some crazy things you didn't know about in history. That way you can sound smart at parties and people think you read. Actually. Actually, that's not quite correct. Hmm. Here we go. People time. God, you're going to be so much smarter. Oh, man. Listening to us. Yeah. And, and dumber at the same time. It's it's a weird mixture, but it's good. The people time is an insular experience. It all works out inside. Yeah. It's your life. So welcome to the program. Wow. All right, well, I, well what's Welcome. your name? Welcome. What's your name? Uh, Jonathan Chance. Why? I don't know. Nice. Nice to meet you, Jonathan Chance. Thank you. I'm here to save the world from uh, the, the evil robots. Oh, are they coming already? Yeah, Mr. Roboto. They actually imprisoned Kilroy. Kilroy. I'm going to get him back. Uh, heavy metal poisoning. That's our music. What? What is this guitar? Okay, well, Jonathan Chance, what... What a great play. I'll take a chance on you. Take a chance, 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 chance. Mm-hmm. Well, I am time-traveling Bob, but Bob is actually short for Zach in the future. We also still haven't figured out why the name... They just changed changes it. ...changes... All right. ...into ones that don't make sense for the, for the shortened version. So I'm Bob. So, uh, in the future, is your full name Zachary... But that's shortened to Zach, which is shortened to Bob? Or is it just Zach? It's just Zach. The future sounds awesome. Yeah, it's great. I mean, honestly, that part is a little bit infuriating, and people are still naming their kids after themselves. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the future gets uh, pretty cool. I read that in the future, uh, the shortened version of Jonathan is fart. Yep. So luckily, I'm from the past. <laughs> I'm actually from the 70s. So you're not fart. Well, I'm from the 70s, but it's also in the future somehow. Nice. If I remember... From that movie, it felt vaguely futuristic, even though the robots ate chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. <laughs> All right, well. All right, Bob. Uh, I got a fun fact. I actually have two fun facts. What's your fun fact? One of them you I just. two? Well, fuck. Well, one of them's just quick because it uh, warmed my heart. Because if you're new to the show, which we should say, this is a show where we talk about influential people. Yeah. If it's your first time, and we also tell stupid jokes, and we're also the Bone Boys. Bone Boys. Yeah, we love the doggos. There was a lady named uh, Monica Mathis who lived in uh, a, a place, hmm. Minnesota. That's good that she lived in a place. She lived somewhere. Yeah. She lived in Minnesota, and then she, she lost her, her terrier, Hazel. And four years later... Oh. There was a company in Florida called Motorworks Brewing Company who went to dog shelters, 
took the pictures of the dogs and put the pictures of dogs that didn't have homes on their beer cans. Oh, that's nice. Oh. So when you buy a craft beer, you're like, oh, look at this guy. Maybe I know him or maybe I want to adopt him. It's like that. Uh, it's like the missing person on the milk jug. Yeah. But beer and dogs. Exactly, because milk is gross and children are gross. Beer is great. Dogs are great. Perfect. So that Motorworks Brewing Company has the correct logic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she buys one of these beers, sees her little baby Hazel on there after four years and recognized him, went back, snatched him up, got her little, her doggo back. That's great. And it worked. Totally worked. So if there are any breweries in your area that are into that shit, fucking look into it. Yeah. If you're missing a dog, go buy some beer. Maybe. Yeah. Or if you just, you're like maybe in the market for a new puppy. Yeah. If you want to adopt a new doggy. Don't go to a shelter, not like a place where they have, what is that called? Like a Puppy store. farm. Oh, yeah, puppy farms. Yeah, where they buy those dogs. That's bad news. Yeah. Go get a shelter puppy from a beer can. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking heartwarming. <laughs> uh, the other fun fact I had was just kind of a mixed bag of dinosaur facts I found. <laughs> okay. I love dinosaurs. They're fucking cool. Kind of a nerd. Uh, specifically, remember those six-foot-tall scary raptors from Jurassic Park? Yeah. And they called them velociraptors. Yeah. I found out that velociraptor is a type of raptor, but they are like the size of turkeys. What? They're tiny? Yeah. They're like, they're you like a kick foot them. high. Huh. Yeah. So in that movie, you could just, they would like, and you just kick it. And they get out of here. And it goes, huh. So is there any raptors that are, that are the size that are supposed to be? Yeah. There's raptors that are six foot to seven foot tall they are actually called the utah raptor that's right i do remember hearing about this only because we're from utah we're from utah so yeah our raptors are actually scary and if jurassic park happened that's the ones so like if jurassic park were real you'd kick the turkey ones and then the six foot ones would come in with a book of mormon and be like do you want to hear about our book and oh this is the worst dinosaur ever no and those kids would have the equal amount of fear like oh no <laughs> they're all friendly knocking on the door with their big big claw and you're like oh shit don't answer the door (laughs) hello can we tell you about our lord and savior joseph smith oh god go away hide hide in the cupboards (laughs) we tell you about my god um but the utah raptor is also one of the ones they think was like beautiful covered in feathers and all different colors and tropical looking yeah so maybe less. I have a hard time seeing dinosaurs covered in feathers. It just something wrong. Big bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just found another like T Rex type of dinosaur in Canada, and it has feathers on it. So the drawing I saw was like it looked like a fucking parrot, like yeah. a like a ten foot tall parrot with teeth. And you're like, I don't know. I don't like it. It's just not as scary. <laughs> it's kind of fun, I can guess. I pet it. Can I ride on him? Yeah. Is he gonna flap his little chicken wings and yeah, you can ride on him? That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I also learned that all dinosaur bones are hollow, just like bird bones. Oh, I didn't know that. So take that, sell that to somebody if you want to. I thought the idea behind that with birds is that obviously it's lighter and maybe even more flexible so they can fly and it's not as heavy. Yeah. I mean, evolutionary wise. Exactly. I thought they developed it. So dinosaurs are like, don't bite on my arm too hard because you'll crush my bones easily because they're hollow. Like, we're big and scary, but we also, we hurt really easily. Yeah. We bruise. Like, we get bone bruises. Careful. Careful. When we're fighting. Careful. Be nice. Like a stegosaurus and a tyrannosaurus. Like, right before they fight, they're like, 
Remember the rules. Let's yeah. be a little bit careful. I mean, nothing beyond, nothing in the groin. No, that's inappropriate. Leave the face alone. This is my money maker. <laughs> right. And the other guy's like, of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Um, but along those lines, I, what I found, the reason their bones are hollow is they actually have air sacs in their bones. Gross. I don't know why, but that sounds weird. What's well, how birds and dinosaurs breathe. Like, they had lungs, obviously. Like they breathe through their bones. What? Yeah, like, the air goes in their lungs, and then it's distributed throughout their body through their bones. Not through their blood? It does both. Well, Why? They can just breathe better than we can. I want to because they have be able air to runs better. through their fucking bones. I have allergies. I need that. Yeah, I bet they have a better like filtration system for hmm. mold spores. Weird that they have air pockets in their bones. Right? Isn't hmm. that strange? So because they're so similar, birds right now, like in their taxonomy, are theropods, and theropods are a type of dinosaur. Like if you look up dinosaur theropods, they're like look like little raptors. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought the chicken and some other birds were very similar ancestors. Yeah, they think that closest relative to Tyrannosaurus rex is a chicken. Yeah. So that, I guess they would have tasted all right. Oh, yeah. Hmm. That's a lot of chicken. Yeah. That'd be fucking delicious. Hmm. So uh, all that birds or dinosaurs talk is more than just, they're similar. They're actually like in the same grouping. They're, they're theropods. And then the last thing I had, crocodiles, pterosaurs, which are like pterodactyls, mm-hmm. and pleosaurs, which are like scary underwater ones, mm. are not dinosaurs. They're not? No way. What T- are they? Totally different. Just, uh... They're a different thing. Okay. I mean, they were around back then, but they're a different species. But they're yeah, they're not related. Yeah, so Tyrannosaurus rex, not related to pterodactyls. Weird. Totally different group of people. People. It's like me and my cousins. We're not we're not really related. No. No, because I fly and eat fish and mm. they are covered in uh feathers. Yeah. And eat Stegosaurus. <laughs> that all came together, I understand everything perfectly. That's what it is. No, it was always fine. It's good. Yeah. It's all it's clear. I feel good about it. Me too. <laughs> I feel great. Yeah, it's a pretty good day. Well, uh, if you're ready to jump into the episode... What the fuck are we doing here? Uh, we are going to be learning about Vlad the Impaler. Oh shit, that's fun. Vlad the Impaler. I don't know anything about him. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's a pretty crazy story. I'm excited. We'll strap in, dabbler. Yeah, dabblers. Get uh, ready to learn. I think it's going to get violent, is my assumption. Very. <laughs> extremely. <laughs> Sweet. And this whole entire story, I'm going to give a precursor real fast just to say that, first of all, I'm going to try to keep it as non-convoluted as possible because you're going to find out very quickly that you're like, okay, these guys are allies. Wait, that guy just attacked that guy. I thought he was his ally. Okay, they're no longer allies. Mm. That's all right. He made an ally with this guy. Wait, he just attacked that guy. That's his ally. So there's a lot of that going on in this story. Yeah, right. So if it seems like, well, I thought they were friends, I'll try to obviously bridge the gaps between. But yeah. Sure. And there's kind of a lot of people and different nations. I'll break it down to the ones that are important, but uh, and I'll try to make it so it's easy to follow. I'm sure there's going to be some politics, some gore. Yeah. I know about heads on spikes. I think it's the only thing I know. Yeah. Uh, That's real. It gets even worse than that. Hey, impale us, Vlad. Yeah. Impale me. 
That was hard. Uh, yeah. He would have, too. I haven't had a good impaling in a long time. Not since college. Well. You want that thing to tickle his organs. Ugh. His pancreas. Ugh. Because you know it's good when you can feel it in your throat from the other end. Oh, my God. That's when you're like, this is the good stuff. Well, you're talking about the right stuff for this uh, episode, so. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Vlad's into some, some homo awesomeness. I mean, not so much that, but how he would torture and kill people. We'll get into it. Well, don't do that. Huh. I mean, everything needs to be consensual and beautiful. Just yeah. just get really deep in me. Well, a couple of the nations that you're going to hear about a lot, so I'm just going to bring it up now real fast, is that you've got a lot of Europe with being Christian-based, and then you have the Ottoman Empire, which is mostly Islamic. Sure. So this is going to come up a bit throughout oh, the story. fucking hate each other. So just to kind of keep that in mind. I also have to call Vlad something else. All right. Because his name is Vlad III, his father is Vlad II, and his father has a little bit of uh, play in what goes on in his life. Lots of Vlads. And I don't want to have to do this um, back and forth bullshit of Vlad II, Vlad III. Sure. So we're going to call Vlad III what he's better known by anyways. Hmm. A Dracula. Uh, oh. Yeah. And that's not a joke. His, I didn't make that assumption that his, that was who we're talking about. Yeah. Vlad III, the Impaler, Dracula. All right. Nosferatu. Yeah, that's kind of worthy. We'll get into it. It's good. So we're talking about blood sucking too. Maybe not so much, but that will come up a little bit. That also came up for me in college. Well, so Vlad, as in Dracula's father, Vlad the Second. All right, is it is him. it Vladimir? No, but there is a Vladimir. It in is story. just Vlad. Vlad. That seems. It's like name. It's like naming your kid Bob instead of Hey Hey instead of Zach. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. It needs I... to be short for something. Okay, well... So... I know it's such a powerful name. Zach. <laughs> Bob. Like, pass the bong, Zach. <laughs> yeah, thanks, dude. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> so, a uh, Dracula's father, Vlad II, he himself was an illegitimate son of a ruler that was uh, today's modern Romania. Mm. Well, this is kind of uh, important because... He probably would have never made it to a uh, be a ruler himself. He wasn't been in line because he was a bastard, basically, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. So his father did rule, but he wasn't really in line to rule. However, Hungary, who is really close by where they are at, because I say that it's modern-day Romania, but the city that he rules in is actually Wallachia. Okay. So that's Vlad II's father is the ruler of Wallachia. And that's in modern Romania? Yeah. Okay. So you've got Hungary, who is sometimes allies with Wallachia, and sometimes they're not. It really just depends on who's ruling. People die really early on in this uh, time frame. By the way, we're in the 1400s. Olden so. days, man. Yeah, one guy dies, someone else takes over, and the alliances break apart. But Hungary decides to go ahead and go attack Wallachia at this time, and they actually capture Vlad II when he's pretty young. Shit. And they bring him back, and they basically raise him as their own. It's kind of strange. He's mm. just now a part of Hungary. And when they decide to actually go take over Wallachia... Why didn't they just kill him? Um, I'm not really sure. It's one of those things. I, they might have been like, we're going to keep him as a hostage because they didn't actually take over Wallachia. They just went in, attacked, found his son. And they were like, like, hey, we're taking your kid. Yeah. We'll come back later. He, but, he sucks blood. If you just throw him at a guy, he just starts sucking him. It's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. He's a weirdo. Yeah, it's very strange to see. Yeah. He'll suck anybody. <laughs> yeah. For free. Or Coke, whatever. 
Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so his so Dracula's father was kidnapped. He ends up staying with Hungry. He gets an education. They actually start treating him really well. He gets to the point where he is in the courtroom with Hungry's rulers mm. to the point where Hungry is like, hey, I'll tell you what. You go attack your home country. You can be the ruler, which he technically wouldn't have been because he was a bastard child. That's smart. He accepts. He goes. Yeah. Attacks his own home country. Hell yeah. Wins, and he's now the ruler. And so he has a son. He actually has three sons. But Dracula is the one that anybody gives a fuck about. Yeah, pretty much. So is he born Dracula? No. He's born Vlad the Third. Yeah, so he actually gets the name Dracula from his father because Vlad II was called Vlad of Dracul, which just means dragon, because when he was a part of Hungary, he got adopted into this organization called the Order of the Dragon, and Dracul is just dragon. That's badass. So later when Vlad the Third, our subject today, yeah, uh, is older, he ends up taking on his father's name, kind of Dracul, but he adds it in the A because it means son of in their language. So he's Correct. son of the dragon of his father, basically, son of his father, which comes out to be Dracula. That sounds exactly like what a guy named Zach would call himself yeah. online. Yeah. S- son of the dragon. I'm son of the dragon. And then you have like a big dragon tattoo and a hat with flames on it. He's always that guy that tries way too hard to be mysterious while he looks over at people like with kind of squinty eyes like, nobody knows me. I'm... Son of the dragon. Son of the dragon. They'll never understand. Pass me that dime bag. (laughs) And another guy's like, you're super high right now, dude. I can tell. You're saying a lot of weird shit. I'm not. I'm 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 the soberest I've ever been. (laughs) I can fly. You don't even know. So that's how he gets the name Dracula is his father. Basically passing down that name. That's fucking cool, though. Yeah. I'll talk shit, but, you know, son of the dragon. It's kind of badass. Good name. Yeah. So while Vlad II is having rule over Wallachia, he marries, has some kids, one of them being, of course, Dracula. Sure. And then he also has, he has an older son. We're not going to talk about him too much. doesn't really matter. He also has a younger son named Radu. So our Vlad is a middle child. He is. Those are always problematic people. Yep. That's pretty much it. Can't trust them. And during this time frame of when Dracula's father's in rule... There's so many battles going on around this time frame. The Ottoman Empire is moving in towards Europe. Europe's fighting back. They're also just fighting each other. There are so many battles going on. It's pretty crazy. 1400s, man. Yeah. When is uh, our Vlad born? So Vlad himself is born in, we believe, probably the closest date is 1431. All right. We have it pretty honed down. It's either 1428 to 1431, but most people seem to agree. 1431, that's it. So he's pretty close to Christopher Columbus's age, too. Yeah. Well, that's weird. And we just had a... Uh, that's weird. Joan of Arc died just recently. Of course, she's over in France. Yeah. But and then Columbus is, is uh, over in the Morocco, Spain area. Yeah, Italy. That's strange, Spain. man. Yeah. This all happens yeah. at the same time. So I always thought of Vlad the Impaler as like, I don't know. 900s like i think this is still pretty weird i mean still we don't have really any gunpowder at this time frame yeah what a weird world the different things happen at the same time and it's weird it's really weird it's nice to think that like so that happens in the real world too like right now so right now while we're recording david schwimmer is somewhere eating a cop salad alone <laughs> yeah 
is my assumption. Actually, it's not an assumption I know. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> well, so we don't actually know that much about Dracula's mother. Like, pretty much at all. She could have been one of many women. Dracula's yeah. father had a wife, but he also slept with a lot of different people. Hey, man. So... You're a dragon. Yeah. You're a free creature. Just do what you want. You're do a dragon. You <laughs> yeah. What, is she going to say no? You burn her house down. Yeah. But that's the only thing we really know is that, yeah, he had two brothers. I'm not even sure if they all came from the same lady. But Radu is one we do want to keep in mind for later. That's his younger brother. Radu. Yeah. Uh. Sounds like a rapper. Radu. Yeah. Like a Middle Eastern rapper. Mm. Vroom, vroom. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the early life of Dracula... I kind of almost hate that I have to call him Dracula because it sounds so silly to me. But sounds it's so fictional. much better than trying to go back and forth between Vlad the Second and Vlad the Third. Well, I'm stoked that you said it's like a real name. Yeah, it is. I always thought it was sort of fictional, so yeah. we can actually accurately call him Dracula. Dracula. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. With Dracula's early life, during all these crazy battles that are going on all around the nations, you have European countries that are attacking each other. Um, Hungary who decided that they're going to take a bunch of land from Vlad II, which is weird, because if you just remembered a second ago... They were friends. For... He, they sent him there to go take over Wallachia. Yeah. They're like, hey, go take over the land. And then when he did, they're like, let's go take over some of that land. Like, it's just sitting there. Why aren't we doing that? What is going on? Don't yeah. we know the guy up there? Yeah, but fuck him. <laughs> I, I want it. So that's basically what happens. That's how people thought back then, like Christopher Columbus. Yeah. He just found some land. He's like, this is my land. I feel like they just had short-term memory. They're like, let's go take over that land. They're like, we've taken over the land, <laughs> sir, Lord. And then he's like, perfect. Hey, let's go take over that land. They're like, are you serious? We just, all right, I guess. No, that actually sounds awesome. <laughs> let's do it again. I'm into that. I was bored, so this is something to do. I mean, that is true, though. I mean, then, you know, you got Jengus walking around being like, this is mine. And Christopher Columbus walking around like, this is mine. <laughs> I think that's just how people thought back hey, then. Hey, look at the stuff I discovered. What? Yeah, well, there's people here already, but I discovered it. We live here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're mine, though. <laughs> I discovered you, too. Yeah. Or the the Jengus philosophy is, I know you're here. I'm going to kill all of you. Yeah. And then your bones are mine. <laughs> and I'm going to rape your bones. Ew. Yeah. All right, so with Hungary going to now attack Vlad II, he decides, like, uh, I need to reach out to someone to get some help because they'll come overthrow. They've got a bigger army. So he actually like reaches out to the Ottoman Empire, the Turks. Oh, wow. And he's like, hey. God, they've been fighting hungry for fucking ever. Forever, dude. Wow. And it goes throughout this whole entire story over and over. Weird. So with that happening, he reaches out to the Ottoman. And the Sultan is like, yeah, you know what? We kind of want to venture our way further into Europe. This is perfect. If we have an alliance with somebody on that side and we can kind of get our troops over there, perfect. Mm-hmm. So he says, hey, Vlad II. Why don't you come over here? We'll we'll get you an army outfitted. Sweet. Vlad the Second brings both of his younger children, Dracula and Radu. Sweet. And he's immediately like captured. Oh, whoops. Yeah, but mm. it's not necessarily as bad as you think. I mean, they do get imprisoned, and it's for a few months until they come up with an agreement. He's like, "All right, you can go. You can take this army. Go back to Wallachia and." Protector from Hungary. Mm. Uh, but I get to keep your kids so that way I can make sure you stay loyal to me so you don't go back. Because I know you guys are you guys are wishy-washy. You guys turn on each other every five seconds. And then you're friends and then you're not. So it's probably another thing they did. <laughs> just like keeping each other's kids. Like if you're not cool, I'll kill your I'll fucking kill kid. kill them. I don't care. They're not my kids. Yeah. But 
as long as you're nice, I'll like feed him sandwiches and stuff. Yeah. And so Vlad, I mean, Vlad the second has pretty much no choice yeah. really. So he's like, yeah. uh, okay. So he goes back to Alicia with an army and he has no idea what is going to happen to his kids. They actually go through a full on education. They are treated like very well. Radu, who's even younger. I don't, by the way, I mean, Dracula is not even in his teens yet. This is how young they are. Yeah. yeah. So Radu is even younger, and he kind of just over time accepts that this is home and accepts his captors as people that are now raising him, basically. Stockholm Syndrome. Syndrome, yeah. That's at a very fun. young age, So especially because he might not have very many memories of before. But Yeah, and that was always funny to think that, like, He's like, I, I, re- I briefly remember Romania, but... Yeah. yeah. But these I people live here seem now. nice. Yeah, they always give me sandwiches. They call me the dragon. <laughs> yeah. They beatbox for Radu when he's in the mood. Yeah. It works out. Well, so Dracula himself, he's actually resistant. He's old enough, I think, and realizes somewhat of the scenario, like, okay, well, they imprisoned us when we oh, first got here. Oh, he's bummed out, but Radu is... Radu is fine with the uh, scenario, okay. because they let him out of prison, and they kind of... Like I said, they give him an education. They teach him many languages. They teach him how... They even teach him the art of war and torture, which is something that will probably come up later for how Dracula will have a new tool to use. Gotta torture. You gotta do it. So they learn about a whole kinds of shit. The funny thing is, is Vlad II, Dracula's father, when he goes back to Wallachia, Hungary's like, wait a second, you're you're working with the Turks? That's that's not good. And he's all like, yeah, but you guys are going to come attack me. He's like, okay, hold on. How about we don't attack you, and then we go attack the Turks? And Vlad the Second's like, that sounds great. Awesome. He's like, my sons are probably already dead anyway, so fuck it. I mean, I haven't heard of him in a while. Yeah. So who, who gives a shit? So he does. He, what the hell? He, he takes the army that was just given to him and is like, cool, let's go back and attack them. He's probably thinking like, maybe if I come across them, I won't kill my kids. Nah. Eh, they're probably dead. Yeah. Well, and on top of that, Vlad the Second joins an alliance with the Pope had just called to have a... A holy crusade to go rid the Ugh. the Turks from our land and go push them back to the desert. You can't trust the Pope. No, especially during this time frame. Or ever, man. Or ever, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Even the one that we have now that's all smiles. I don't trust that guy. I don't trust anybody. Popal time. <laughs> we better not stoke a war with Popal time, too. We're already stretched pretty thin. <laughs> Got the Popples, which are close to the Popals. As oh far my as God. how they sound The like. Pope Popples? Oh! Now that's a serious group of people. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking touch their own children. And even the Popples don't like them. Yeah, They're nobody like, does. Shove that weird wafer up your ass. <laughs> so Vlad II is going to now go back and attack the Ottoman Empire. And he, he assumes his sons are dead. They're actually fine. They're not even harmed or anything. Why would he assume that? I think maybe because, I don't know, maybe because he's just like, the Turks, you can't trust them. It's like Europe versus the Ottoman Empire, where they're like, yeah. those dirty whatever, we can't trust them. Those dirty whatever, we can't trust them. It's just back and forth. But it's one of the main human sayings. Yeah. Those dirty... Input whatever. Literally, yeah. Input Canadians. But uh, uh, the Turks are Muslim, right? Yeah. So that's one of the main issues there. Where they're like, well, they don't even fucking care that the guy died. Yeah. Our guy. Yeah. Weird. However, they are unsuccessful in their attack. With this crusade from the Pope and as well as with the armies that they have from Hungary and Vlad II, the Ottoman Empire just completely just destroys them. Yeah. And then Vlad II feels a little silly and is like, hey, I'm really sorry about that. Yeah. Um, if you uh, give me back my kids, if they're still alive, I promise I'll be loyal to you guys. <laughs> 
Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck me. So surprisingly, the Turks are like, okay, that's all right. We understand you. You tried something that was stupid. Well, we'll accept your politics. Makes no sense. Babe. It doesn't make any sense. What the hell? It's like we still have your kids. So and you guys suck. We obviously can just destroy you guys. So they actually build a relationship over a few years to the point where the Ottoman Empire and Vlad II actually do end up having Get an along. alliance. Yeah. yeah. And Vlad II's calling for peace. He's like, yes, this is totally fine. I made a mistake. We're good. Well, this doesn't make Hungary very happy because most of Europe does not want the Ottoman Empire to come any further in. They hear about this relationship. They're like, let's go attack them again like we were originally planned in the first place. God, people fucking have hated the Muslims forever. Yeah. Like, don't give them an inch. Don't even. Not even. Uh Uh-uh. We don't know what they'll do with it. Oh, you're friends with one? Kill you too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah, Hungary decides they're going to go attack Vlad II in Wallachia. Mm. And they do. It's it's actually kind of headed by a man who is a general named John Hunyadi. Mm. He's going to come up later on, so I'm going to bring him up now. He's but, Hungarian? Yeah, he's Hungarian for sure. And he's not a high-end royalty, but he's high-end military. You go. So he goes up with his army, and not only do they take over uh, Wallachia, they kill Vlad II. They kill Dracula's dad. <gasps> yeah. You can't kill a dragon? I mean, uh, you have to do it, I guess, the right way. Depends on the on the form, I guess. You just dab them. It's kind of actually the same way you kill everybody else. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I just love that. So I just love the whole story, the backstory of Dracula's dad. Is he gets kidnapped at a young age from the enemy. The enemy then raises him and sends him back into his own country to take it over. He becomes a ruler, and then they will later go and attack and kill him for being the ruler there. Because why not? Well, I guess they're they're not stoked that he made an alliance with the Turks. Which is true, but they were also going to go attack him anyways before that happened. Uh, They're just... Whatever, guys. Yeah. They just don't. <laughs> they just don't. Uh, it's just like people back then were just bored. Like, there's no TV, so like, let's go try and conquer somebody. Kill people. I don't know. What else are we going to do? I got, so, no, I got no hobbies. So Dracula and his brother, they find out that their father has been killed. And this technically would leave Dracula as the rightful heir to Wallachia. He should be. But of course, the enemy has it now in their hands. Yeah. Well, the, the older brother? Oldest? Oldest brother got killed, too, along with his father when they got oh. attacked. That's why I was like, eh, there's yeah. not much story there with him. Fuck him. Yeah, he died. He's a dead dragon. Yeah. So Dracula is like, okay, that's a good question. Though. Yeah, because I didn't even think about bringing that up. Yeah, no, I was just curious. No. Yeah. Maybe he was just such a fucking loser. They were like, he's not in charge. Who cares? We need the other one. <laughs> we, need, we need Dracula. That sounds way cooler than yeah. what? I don't even know that guy's name. Does anyone care? Nobody wrote it down. Huh. Who gives a shit? So Dracula, around this time frame, he's now starting to get to be a teenager. He's still with the Turks. They actually start growing quite fond of him, even though he was very resistant. Pretty much up until the point when he found out his father died, he's, he kind of stopped trying to fight his captors. Yeah. And then the Turks start liking him. They're like, this kid's got some spunk. He's cool. He got moxie. And they're like, well, now Hungary's got a hold of Wallachia, which is bad for us Turks. So what we should do is we should just send in Dracula, who is the rightful heir, to go take back that land. His dad was our friend. He can go over there and he could be our friend and then we can continue our march into Europe. Sure. Yes. Friendship doesn't mean shit at the time, it sounds like, though. No. No. Not really. <laughs> and they, they give Dracula an army and everything. And they're like, go... Go claim your throne, Dracula. Dragon army. Radu stays behind. He's continuing his education and working in that. 
What's up, Turks? Mother, mother, Burks. Buff, buff, buff. Those guys are jerks. Burks? So Dracula takes his army that is given to him, goes into Wallachia, kicks out Hungary, and is like, I'm now. Is the that ruler. easy? Oh, yeah. Wow. They just go in there and basically just beat them out. It's so Monty Python. <laughs> like, everything is just, get him. Oh, run. Oh, hey, hey, you. Hey, we're friends. No, fuck you. Get him. Run. Ah, woo. And it's just back and forth. Yeah. Chun, 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 chun. As a matter of fact, uh, it doesn't last very long for Dracula being held there because some of the army goes back to the Ottoman Empire. Of course. And not. Hungary's like, well, fucking let's go take it back. So they, after two months, go back and take it over to the point where Dracula has to leave. He has to flee and go into a nearby country known as Moldovia. Moldovia. So this is like months later? Two months. <laughs> he's he's a, he's in command for the first time for only two months before Hungary comes back. And he literally like puts his shit down. Yeah. And sits on the throne I like just unpacked. This is nice. Oh, they're coming back. <laughs> yeah. And no fighting. Just ah. <laughs> where's the next Moldovia? Okay, let's go. Well, and he knows people in Moldovia, so there's a ruler over of Moldovia, which his name is Bogdan. I think it's the correct way to say Bogdan the second. It is Bog. It's it's Bojan. Yeah, there's a jazz player. His name is Bogdan. Is it really? It's Bogdan, Bojan? but they call it Bojan. Bojan the second. Yeah, we all call him Bogey. Bogey. You could call him Bogdan. Bogdan. I've heard both. Huh. So he's currently the prince of Moldova or Moldova. I'm not sure exactly how to say it. It could be Moldova. If you just say it, it sounds Russian. Moldova. It does sound Russian. Ah. Because Dracula knows some of these people over there, he heads into Moldova and he stays there. Um, but he has to flee again because. His uncle, which I th- I only found one resource that Bogdan or Bogey, Bogey, yeah, <laughs> or Bogey was his uncle, but they might not have been actually related. It might have, huh? I'm not sure. I only found one resource, and it seemed like it's one of those nowhere like, else I could find the same his uncle. Maybe so. In quotes. <laughs> Although hopefully not the one that you know you're scared of. No. Well, you never know with an uncle. But Bogey's assassinated. He, he got impaled. Oh, shit. So never mind. Yeah. Because everybody just kills everybody. Like it, it, There's so much death in this story. What a funner time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so his uncle's assassinated, and he has a son. So the son... Oh, yeah. And he's assassinated by Prince Peter Aaron, who is also a prince of Moldovia. So, like... All right. There's some family lineage that splits across. And there's like three different princes, but I'm pretty sure like a lot of different mothers are involved. God. So everyone thinks they have claim. That's why Bogies is assassinated because the other guy was like, I want to be but it's me. the ruler. I mean, I'm Prince Aaron. Yeah. It speaks for itself. And so what happens is Dracula and a different prince also, um, they end up fleeing. They're like, okay, we can't stay here. Your dad just was killed. There's just too many royals. Yeah. And too much crisscrossing of lines. I don't know. Well, they would only fuck each other. Yeah. So everyone's a cousin and an uncle. <laughs> and they're just not sure who's in charge. In this time frame, everybody's related. <laughs> Gross. So in 1451, when Dracula's about 20 years old, he meets up with this same cousin, Stephen the Great, by the way, is... is Stephen the, the Great? <laughs> Stephen the Great. Isn't the great name Stephen? That's... It's just... I'm Steve. That's Bogey's son. So I'm great. When Bogey died, Dracula and Stephen the Great, they fled. Those two were like, okay, we've got to find some sort of refuge. And they, t- they decide to go to Transylvania, which is somewhat nearby. It's a little bit further south. And uh, they meet up with a, a man named John Hunyadi. 
Now, that was the one I said earlier, who was the guy who led the army of Hungary to go kill oh, Dracula's dad. Yeah. So they meet up with him, and they're like, we need help. And he's like, cool, I'll be your mentor, and we'll we'll get you guys back in Wallachia. All right. Which is weird, because he killed his father. <laughs> like, But they're friends now. Yeah. Too many. Yeah. Too many uh, threads to unweave that they're just... It is like royalty is a bunch of yarn twisted together, but they're all just stabbing each other. Fucking and stabbing each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't make sense to me because it, if you watch how this all plays out like over the course, if you're just like, kind of spread it out from this time frame of his life, you would see that it's just a bunch of royals who don't know what they're doing other than they just want more land, and they're just sending thousands to hundreds of thousands of people to their deaths trying to get more land until they die or are assassinated mm. and then it just starts all over again like, there's no <laughs> real rhyme or reason other than just like more we want more land yeah i'm more clever than oh i got assassinated shit that ah, whoops now my son has to do this and then the next guy that comes up is like forget all the old alliances we just had with people just moments ago let's just go attack them they yeah. have land why are we going after these guys are way over here this guy's our neighbor let's just go attack him They're like whoa we were alliances now nah, that was the other guy i don't give a shit about your guys's alliance that's the human instinct that always kicks in where we're like no i want that thing though yeah <laughs> i want that oh that's yours huh it looks kind of like it's mine hmm. It looks a lot like it's something that, yeah, no, that's mine. It would look a lot better if it were mine and you were dead. Yeah. I think. Oh, she's cute. She your wife? Huh. Huh. She'd look a lot better over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone's assassinating me. Never mind. <laughs> ah, son, you have to. Oh, <laughs> shit. Got to be quick. You got you to gotta know what you want and get it quickly. Yes, father. No, nah, I don't like them. I like that one over there. That's much. <laughs> I want those people. So John Hunyadi, yeah, he takes them under his wing, Dracula and Stephen the Great. Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> and John. Oh, he's so great. He hates the Turks. So he's like, here's, here's what I propose. I'll get you into Wallachia so you can take it back over and be the ruler. But you can't be alliances with the Turks. You're going to be alliance with Hungary. All right. So Dracula's like, that's fine. I don't care. I just want to get back to my throne. Yeah. So, you want to stop running around. Yeah. During the same time frame, in like 1453, the Turks had just taken over the Holy Roman city of uh, Constantinople. And this is kind of a big deal. Which is Istanbul now. You're right. It is. That's the days. Istanbul is Constantinople now. Istanbul is Constantinople. Been a long time gone. Constantinople. Where did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the Turks. Istanbul. Very nice. Yeah. That's a good way to remember all that, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the Turks took it over, and it's a big deal because the Europeans are like, that's our holy land. Oh. It's a big deal, guys. Yeah. Lots of turkey. So this is obviously why John is wanting to help them out. He's like, go take back over Wallachia, be our allies, and let's then stop the Turks from pushing any further in because they're, they're coming in. What are you going to do? This happens every few months. So after a couple of years of gathering up an army, in 1456, Dracula, who's now about 25 years old, leads the army provided by Hunyadi, who was the guy who killed his father. Mm. I'm just going to keep reading that because it's just mm. weird to me. Into Wallachia. And Dracula and his army kill the current ruler of Wallachia and his army. But yeah, so Dracula is able to take back the throne once again of Wallachia. Hurrah! Hurrah! 
And while he is the ruler again, he keeps some of his army to help protect Wallachia this time. So that way, the, nobody hungry, even though they just let him, maybe hungry will no, come again. Don't maybe trust the them. Turks, who knows? Never know. So he's like, I'm keeping some of my army to actually protect the city. But I'm going to give a portion of my army to go help Stephen the Great go back, take his throne. That's fair. And he does. The army goes over to Moldovia. Yeah. Good and, politics. Yeah. And they kill the, the prince there. And then... Stephen the Great takes rule. So they're like, we're friends. We did all this together. This is great. I got my land. You got yours. We're awesome. Oh, man. Me and Steve are just, we're the best as a buds. Yeah. I sent him a Lego pack for his birthday. (laughs) It's fucking great. Yeah. He sent me some Play-Doh. Yeah. So they're now ruling like a fairly large area of where the Turks want to come in. If you were to look on a map, there's the... It, there's the sea, of course, that they have to go around. But on either side of the sea, coming into the Caspian Sea, is that where we are? No, it's the uh, oh, yeah. it's the Black Sea. Yeah, it's the Black Sea. So yeah, if you're looking at a map, you would have the Black Sea, and you've got the Turks coming from both the southern side of the sea and the northern, kind of wrapping around towards oh, into yeah. Europe. Yeah. So because they're covering such a, a large area, and they're stopping the Turks. Uh, this makes John happy. Because like, cool, our alliances are coming back together. Neato, John. This is the time frame where Dracula decides to seek revenge for his father's death. Which is interesting because he doesn't go after John at all. I don't mm. know if he ever just didn't know it was John. Or if it was because he was really just a military leader and was just given orders. But he wants to go after like the royals who are trying to go kill his dad. Sure. And then he also wanted to go against anybody who was on his father's side that betrayed him because he found out that there was people who set him up. Sons of bitches. Yeah. Nobody nobody turns their back on a dragon. Yeah. If they go... <laughs> if they do, they get a, a knife in them. Yeah. Or, or fire in your ass. Yeah. Yeah, which is some type of crabs. Actually, that comes up later. <laughs> you just put an STD in their ass? No, fire in their ass. Sweet. We'll get into that, too. So Dracula... He creates this list of these people. He's like, all right, anyone who was even involved at all in my father's death, hey, I'm going to hunt them, hunt them down, I'm going to kill them. And it's uh, this is going to be my re- my revenge. And there's like a whole montage of him like looking over papers and there's like yeah. names. He's like killing people and crossing their names off and there's blood splatters on the yeah. screen. And he's like... Actually, what he does instead... So it's the... In the arms of an angel. And he's like... Fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. Actually, what he does, rather than hunting them all down like that, he just invites them all to a, a, a simple feast, a, a nice Easter feast. Oh, how very pleasant. Yep, he takes all the names and he mm. sends out messengers and he goes, hey, bring them to Walikia and let's have a, a lovely feast. And it says bloody feast, but then he crossed that out and sit and wrote lovely. Yeah. And they were like, oh, that sounds lovely. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Maybe just, huh. Yeah, typo. So they all show up, and when they do, they eat dinner, and all of a sudden the doors get barred so that nobody can leave. Beautiful. And all of his guards come out and start staking them. Staking them? Impaling them on stakes. So this is like... They're not just cutting them. No, this gets gross. So if you think about it this way, this is what it is, is they put up a stake, and they like, they shove it up your asshole. Sure. Not always, but this is one of the main ways. And then they put, not not in the sexy way. Then they lift the stake up Ugh. so that the weight of your body is actually dragging you down 
and, oh. the, and the state continues to go <laughs> up oh, through your body and sometimes out your mouth or out your neck or chest, wherever it yeah. is, is easiest for it to come out. Yeah, it's a torturous, horrible way to die. And sometimes they'll just stake you in the back and then lift it up and then the weight of your body just backwards. <laughs> yeah, with your arms I and legs all dangling. quicker. Well, maybe know. not. I don't know. Yeah. Ugh. And this becomes one of his most signature awesome. ways of torturing and killing people is to impale them. Man, like I said earlier, I used to get impaled in college a lot. <laughs> um, but it wasn't quite this traumatic. No. Not quite. Pretty progressive. Yeah. And the goal was to feel it in my throat, but this some yeah. of this man, their their Mine mouths were consensual. open. Consensual. Oh my god. And it's just popping out of the Thinking about mouth. that. A guy like ah, ah, and then just yeah. ripping through your fucking I would assume mouth. Hopefully dead by that point, but who knows? Yeah, I mean I know again, my goal was always to have you know, to unswallow semen. What? You know, it's a joke, you know, because you're, you know, you swallow semen, but when you're being impaled, <laughs> it comes out of your mouth. It's it's coming from inside your throat. And that's pretty close to what these gentlemen are feeling. <laughs> oh, my God. Ew. It's not ew if you try it. <laughs> I, I could hook you up with some guys. And there's a whole bunch of parts that are probably depicted more as legend than as real, like things that we can't prove in history. For instance... Some said that he would actually continue eating his food even while everyone was getting impaled, and he'd even like and take that's his the beard, baller way to do it, and like mop up their blood with his beard, like he played in their blood and stuff. So that's odd. Yeah, he's a weird guy. I do. We <laughs> <laughs> got like a room full of dudes screaming to death, and he's rolling around in the blood on the floor, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, your I blood is my toys. Just making angels, blood angels out of him. <laughs> blood angels. <Ugh>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just squeezing it out of his beard into his into his wine glass and just drinking it like. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he actually invited their families too. So their families watched all this happen. And then he put them as slaves to go work on his new castle. He's like, build me a castle. Jesus. And they build the castle. And when it's done, he's like, no, nah, I don't need you anymore. And so he has them all killed after that. So he really isn't fucking around. You know, all that shit we were saying that people back then just exchanged land and fighting and la-da-da. It's a guy with this type of brutality who can shut it down, where he's like, oh, no, you want the real shit? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. This is the guy that gets crazy and takes over a bunch of shit, and nobody wants to fuck with him because they're like, did you just see what he just did? I You gotta be that scary. I will do whatever that man tells me, just as long as he doesn't kill me like that. He'll put a stake through your asshole <laughs> into your brain. Yeah. Well, and things are going pretty well for Dracula now. He creates his own moral code for his own country, which is very odd because it goes a lot into, like, one of the main ones is he's obsessed with female chastity. Hmm. So if a woman is uh, loses her virginity before she's married or if she sleeps with um, another my, man when she's married, Lord. he stakes them by putting it into their vagina. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, or... <laughs> If if they cheated, then he lops off their boobs and cuts them off, and then feeds them to the man that she cheated on with. Does and he, then she gets staked. What happens to the dude? He just eats titties. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> titties for lunch. I guess. I mean, that sounds awful, but not obviously as bad as what the woman gets. Clearly, clearly. But but 
That is hilarious. That's it's all like, that happens to him. That bitch wanted it. <laughs> so we're going to cut her tits off and hang her. And the guy, well, you know, what was he supposed to do? Yeah. Look at those tits. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great. I won't even put any spices on them. They just look amazing. Ugh. That is odd. Yeah. I have never heard of such a thing. Yeah. Um, also kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking weird. And he also really hates, he doesn't like that his country has beggars or have any poverty in his country. All right. And so he's like, how do I get rid of all this poverty? There's like people that are like wounded without legs and they're like walking around. Impale them. With, you know, they're crawling around and stuff. He's like, what do I do? And so he's like, well, the best way to get rid of poverty is to murder the people that are impoverished. So he does. He, he invites perfect logic. all of them to a dinner. He's like, oh, you guys are hungry. You guys are begging. Come on in. Go uh, on in there. It's going to be great. So he gets a big, giant group of people that are just beggars and poor. And Man, this Vlad guy, he's awesome, man. The soup is good. He's got the tit steak out. <laughs> this is a really nice party. It's really cool of him to give a shit about and us. And then <laughs> the doors close. I'm like, huh, what? What's that? Oh, that's just to protect us from the breeze. Light the fire! What's that? Hmm? Fires? And then the flames just start oh. eating away at the whole building. I'm going to eat another tit real quick. <laughs> I'm hungry. Oh, I, but... I want to remember this moment. Last meal. There's a guy shoving tits in his pants like, if I get out of here. <laughs> I'm going to be so fucking stacked for it. This is stacked, gonna be great. Huh? This is great. <laughs> I'm going to be stacked. <laughs> for food and for... Just for everything. I'll be stacked. <laughs> Everything is going to work out really well. You just see him. He's the one guy that got out, and he's just seeing himself. I'm a brick. Ow. I'm mighty, mighty. Spanking himself. He's got just falling out of his pockets. Literally just falling out of a bag like liquid. He's just walking around with him. Tits daddy in town. <laughs> it's so terrible. <laughs> it's I made so it so ridiculous. Made it out of the fire. I'm tits daddy now. <laughs> I just like to see this guy that's just running away from a flaming building with just boobs that are just falling out of his pockets. And it's he's the weirdest fucking oh god. I gotta save my tits. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, these beautiful tits. Tommy's never gonna believe this story. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> and that birthed Tits McGee. Yeah. <laughs> so in uh, 1460, when Dracula is about 29 years old, Pope Pius III was concerned with the continuously growing threat of the Ottoman Empire. Um, they already take over the Holy Land, as we talked about before, in Istanbul. Wow. Istanbul. Istanbul, thank you. And they're still kind of pushing in. They're pushing on more on the southern side of the Black Sea, kind of coming in through that way. Yeah. And so he tries to set out like messages to everybody in Europe, being like, we should stop them. We They're going to take over. They're not of our faith. This is not okay. Yeah. And really, the only person that even responds to him is Dracula. He's like, yeah, I'll sure I'll help you. That sounds great. I got time. I got stakes. Yeah. So the Turks find out about Europe trying to gather together and go attack them. So And that they're lacking like sufficient army. So the Turks are like, bah, I think we can just go ahead and start pushing in now. They're not ready. Let's just go ahead and start taking over. Hell yeah. And they make it all the way to the Greece. Like, they just start marching through. Weird. Yeah, so, like we are saying on that map on the southern side of the Black Sea, they don't go up towards Romania where right. they're all at, right? A little bit where, north. Yeah, they, instead they just stay down this line of south towards Greece, and they take over everything. A lot of, a lot of people just don't even have armies. They're like, okay, it's yours. Like, even Greece, when they get to Greece, they're just like, 
okay, um, no, we don't have an army. Uh, here you go. Yeah, this has got to be, I mean, we're working out towards the Renaissance. I think they're just a bunch of, like, artists, yeah. and they're drunk. It's fine. Let me just paint you a little bit. Paint. I'll paint you killing that guy. And now I'm going to paint you killing me, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is really hard, but at least I got my own blood makes a great red on the this canvas. Is really good art. <laughs> yeah, so basically no resistance. They make it all the way to Greece. The Turks also wanted to make uh, Wallachia a part of the Ottoman Empire. Not so much by taking it over, but they thought they could convince you know, Wallachia, yeah. Dracula to be like, let's be allies. Look how much land we've been taking over. Like, we could be such a powerful force. Come to part the dark of side. The Empire. Yeah. So the Sultan of the Ottoman Empire, he gathers a bunch of men to go to Wallachia. He's like, I'm going to send my men, go talk to Dracula. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can make some sort of deal. Oh, and they also want to be like, hey, give us a little bit of money, some funding, and some men to join our army as well. So let's, let's join forces. Do this Give me thing. some of this stuff. I'm going to go continue on taking more Europe. But when they arrive, <laughs> Dracula at Dracula's castle. Oh, shit. That he made other people build. <laughs> Lightning. Yeah. Exactly. Screams from the, the distance. The horse. <laughs> what, what was that girl's name in a uh, young Frankenstein? Every time they said her name, the, the oh, horses freaked out and the lightning crashed. I can't remember. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, when the Sultan's men arrive at Dracula's castle, Dracula basically just captures them immediately, and he tells them he's like, "Hey, um, I'll talk to you guys, sure, but take off your turbans." And they're like, oh, uh, it's against our faith. This isn't really our thing. Sorry, we're not going to take off our turbans. And no big deal, right? Drake is like, take off your fucking turbans. Um, and they're like, nope, they refuse. So he's like, oh, you like wearing your turbans? You like wearing them? You want to wear them forever? Yeah. And he drives nails through their turbans into their skulls. Thank you. I mean, uh. <laughs> obviously killing them. And so they're dead. He also sends a message what back a to. fucking guy. He gets crazy. Hold them down. And he's like. Lighting up the nail. You want them off now? Stop screaming. Stop. <laughs> Shh. Just oh, skull. Hold on. This one got bent. Let me yank it out and start over. <laughs> ah! <laughs> shush, shush. You know, wood doesn't complain this much. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I mean, oh, you like your shells. turban? Oh, you like it? Oh, you like it? Let me help you. <laughs> wouldn't want it to fall off. You wouldn't want to look like a jackass. Yeah. <laughs> So he sends word back to the uh, sultan telling him basically what he did. He's like, yeah, your men are dead. Um, I'm not giving you any of the things you've asked for. Fuck off. And the Ottoman Empire, the sultan, is a little bit upset about this, that his men were killed. But he ends up trying to still negotiate with him. He's like, all right, maybe I shouldn't have sent my men there. I wasn't trying to, like, offend you. Yeah. Let's try to do this. Well, at the same time, Dracula... Uh, had joined up with the next Holy Crusade, like we were talking about before. It gets now been kind of spread out that he has. All right. So when Dracula responds back so to the Sultan, Dracula is a Christian. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Sweet. when Dracula responds back to the Sultan, saying like, "All right, I'll tell you what. I'll meet up with you. Mm. I don't have any men. I can't give you. I don't have enough men. I don't have any money either. But let's negotiate." But when that message gets to the Sultan, the Sultan now knows that he's definitely not going to align with with the Turks. He's like, Dracula is, is now with the Crusade. So what I'm going to do is I'll tell him, yeah, let's go ahead and meet up. And then I'm just going to ambush him. Well, that word gets back to Dracula. He's like, oh, he's going to ambush me? I'm going to ambush him. <laughs> and no joke, this is what Beautiful happens. Beautiful logic. <laughs> yeah. 
So the Turks, he sends over a relatively small army. He thinks he can take over Wallachia with it or at least ambush, you know, this other uh, army that might be coming along with Dracula. Yeah. So he sends his men out, but Dracula has already placed men a little bit sooner of where they're supposed to meet, right? A little bit okay. closer to the Turks before they get to the meeting place. So he's going to ambush them. And it works. When the Turks arrive, they totally get ambushed and, uh, I mean, completely destroyed. Oh, like, sweet. It's a one-sided fight, and the Turks get staked. Yeah, so those who, <sighs> like, the, the amount of men that was sent in this, it's like something where... They got impegged. He sends 15,000 men. Still. And only uh, 10,000 10, get killed. Eight, uh, 5,000 end up retreating and being able to run away. Yeah. But the stragglers that they're getting, yeah, they're staking them up. Fuck, dude. And there's a lot of them. Like, they're all in the forest and stuff, just staked up. And That's a long day, too. <laughs> like, got to round up all these guys. They're not going to be happy. So you got to bend them over, spread the cheeks, get the steak. All right, get it. And the guy's uh, like, ah, ah, oh, prostate. Ah, <laughs> ah, too far. <laughs> I mean, you know who really is winning this war? Mm. Whoever in Romania builds steaks. Yeah, that guy's making a killing. Like, a, a few years before, he was a lowly, like, <laughs> steaks, anybody? Big, uh, giant steaks. Big, sharp at the top. It's kind of my specialty. And every now and then, someone would buy it to put a for sale sign on it or something. And he's like, oh. okay. And then one day, Dracula's like, you make good steaks. I'm going to need thousands. Thousands. And he's like, yes, sir. All right. And now he's living in a castle made of steaks. He's just like, this is the Look at his wife. War. Told you so. Uh, you, you were like, no one's going to buy any of this. You know what, Betty? Fuck you. She's like, okay, you were right. I mean, look at these steaks. You're goddamn right or I'll stake you too. I'm a, I got steak fever. Yeah. So, so there's no trees left in Romania either, right? Cut them down for steaks. Well, it's such a strong victory that Dracula's like, let's just keep that army going. Like, the army that was ambushing the Turks, let's just send them further into Turkish areas, and we'll just uh, keep on winning, I guess. Staking. And they do. I mean... Stake, stake, staking. Dracula goes along, and because he was taught Turkish, the language, when he was captured... Oh, yeah. (laughs) He just shows up to the towns, and they'd be like, you know, they'd have big walls and doors and he'd say in turkish like open your doors we're coming in we need to uh find refuge or whatever provisions and they're like oh cool someone who's clearly speaking our language he's totally friendly and they would open the doors and they would just march in and take it over and like this is ours now and stake the whole town they would they would stake everybody men women (laughs) children it didn't matter (laughs) just killing everybody this is such a strange like i need a signature (laughs) that's what it is i'm gonna I'm gonna Dude, put pulls up everyone's ass. But it's it's incredibly intimidating. And if you're well, yeah. you walk into you walk into a town and you're Jesus. like, well, I haven't been to this town in so long. I wonder what's going on. Oh my god! Holy fuck! There's just thousands of people that are up on stakes. Is that a child? Crows are eating at them. That's in his ass. <laughs> oh my god! Because yeah, like you were saying, there's so much land fighting and brutality this time. Like the thought of war being cut by a sword. You're like, yeah, that's a Thursday. But he's staking people <laughs> yeah. to take, put it up a notch. Yeah. It's a fucking works. Yeah. And I mean, word kind of gets around it later around. on about how he handles this kind of, you know, war. You got to have an angle. And everyone's like, oh, okay, don't fuck with Dracula. That guy's fucking serious. Yeah, if you make the wrong move, your whole family is just pegged to death. And some of the stuff he would do would get even creepier. <sighs> like for people that he really wanted to make an impression on, 
if uh if he wanted to stake them, sometimes what he'd do is he'd start them on the stake. Then he'd light the stake on fire, and then pull on them so they go down uh, further. And then they're on fire on the inside. And I I don't know. It's all sorts of crazy, gross shit. That guy's his imagination is something <laughs> else. Yeah. It's like, how can we make this even fucking worse? I can't. My, Let's my... light it on fire. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it look cool. Feels badass. Dude, it's just cool. Fire's cool. Let's but, just put fire. You ever want to put a fire in their ass? Literally. I mean, can you imagine being like a Turkish anybody who's not even a part of the war? It's like, I live in this town. This is great. And then you're being staked. You're just a regular fucking guy. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Yeah. What are you do? What are you doing? And they would, of course, kill people by other ways. But that was obviously the way that he liked to do it the most. And they would also burn houses down with people inside them when they were going into these towns. Oh, sure. And they're like, oh, just killing everybody. Yeah, but yeah, they make they they move like within a couple of weeks they move like five hundred miles as they just go from town to town doing this in the Turkish region. Staking, staking the whole world. <laughs> yeah, I've got my steak. He's my trusty steak. I'm gonna shove this up their asshole and yes, then sir. up their mouth. God, it's so hot. And I love being part of this army. Goes up to him. is like, "Are you hungry? Would you like any steak?" <laughs> I've got some great steak. What? Yeah. Oh, I heard you guys have tit steak. <laughs> Our steak is the tittiest. Sweet. Yeah. Sign me up. All right. Bend over. <laughs> Wait. What? It's <laughs> 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 not how we do it here. <laughs> but yeah, in a period of a couple of weeks, five hundred miles, that he just takes this army of like twenty-five thousand people, or no, no, no. I'm sorry. He kills twenty-five thousand people during this time frame. Fuck. In steak like a couple em. of weeks. Yeah. Don't cross Dracula. Just yeah. don't do that. So he even writes a letter, a glowing letter, to Hanyadi's brother. So Hanyadi's died. He's gone now. Yeah. But he's got a younger brother. And he's friends with Hanyadi's younger brother for whatever reason. I, I don't know if he ever, ever found out that Hanyadi was the guy who killed his father. But whoops. But the, the younger brother of Hanyadi is uh, Matthias. And he tells him all these accomplishments. And he goes, like, bragging. He's like... Yeah, I mean, I'm killing men, women, children. It doesn't matter. Dude, it's awesome. I'm now lighting the stakes on fire, so that's added some kind of new nuance to it. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're innovating. <laughs> we're innovating. We tried different stuff. Yeah. Fire seems the fucking coolest. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> so when the Sultan finds out about all of this, he's like, first of all, he's pissed, of course. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. They ambushed our guys. anal, you can't do anal in Islam. Yeah. So it's a problem. He's like, that's not correct. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's pissed off. He's like, all right, I'm sending 18,000 men to go destroy the port that's in Wallachia to try to, you know, kind of smother their resources. So he sends these 18,000 men, but Dracula, again, learns about this. He must have spies on yeah. the inside. And so he's like, oh, he's going to send 18,000 men? Sweet. I want to send 30,000 men to go meet his 18,000 men. Crush. And again... He just completely destroys the Turks' army. All, like, out of the 18,000 men, most of them were killed. A lot of them were staked. And the rest retreats. They're just like, oh, we got to get out of here. This guy's crazy. And Spread them. Running past people that are staked. Just, oh, can you imagine? Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, you're never going to run faster in your whole life. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. No, he's got me. He's got me. <laughs> You're just banging your head on a rock, like, no! <laughs> I gotta get out of this. Yeah. 
So he, yeah, uh, Dracula's murdering everybody, and he's doing he's doing a really good job at it. You're getting staked. <laughs> You're getting staked. You're getting staked. Everybody's getting staked. So now all of Europe is like, woo, way to go, way to go, I mean, Dracula. Yeah. You're pushing back the Turks. Stop the Muslims or whatever. Right? Even the Pope comes out and he's like praising Dracula. And it's like, hooray, you're killing men, women, and children and staking them by well, shoving. Popes are good at, at pegging three-year-old boys. Oh, so, yeah. so he's like. Save some for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no, seriously. Seriously, se- se- seriously yeah. though. I go through like one a day. Good God. And they're so weak. <laughs> <laughs> you just break them. So I need additional. I think I got a whole bunker full of them. Uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's their tradition. You know, we shouldn't we shouldn't judge other traditions, <laughs> other cultures. I think the Pope culture is that's just what it's about. <laughs> I think it's okay to judge. Yeah, it's probably okay. To judge. <laughs> At the same time, a lot of people are also just afraid of Dracula. Even other people in Europe are like, no longer trying to go backstab that guy. He will, yeah, he'll light you on fire. He'll he'll stake you. He'll do whatever. Stake your whole fucking family. Yeah. So the intimidation part of staking is working really well. It's a very good psychological way. Fuck yeah. Especially because when they stake them up of any armies that are coming towards them, they have to first walk past like some of these staked people before Ugh. they get into battle. So I yeah. imagine it's just probably like... It's quite a visual. Yeah. And he's now more pissed than ever the sultan is. He's like, well, um, I'm going to stop going in my campaign to try to take over other parts of Europe. Fuck that. I'll even back out of Greece. I'm going to take all of my forces. Right. I'm going to shove them up his ass and see how he likes it. No, we're going to light it on fire first. Yeah, he hates Dracula. He wants to go find and kill him. Hey, He's man. Like, Stop the right evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he takes 150,000 men, and he's like, I'm going to shove them all over to uh, Dracula. Yeah, we're going to shove them. Yeah. And this is where things get fun and weird. Bend over, Dracula. Now, <laughs> now it gets fun and weird. Yeah. So if you remember, Dracula um, has a younger brother, uh, Radu. DJ Radu. He stayed. MC. Yeah. MC, MC Radu. Radu. He stayed with the Turks. Uh. And uh, at this point, like, he's working in their court. With the 150,000 men that the Sultan wants to take over to Dracula, he tells Radu as well, like, hey, man, I'm going to go take over Dracula's kingdom you can then be the king and then we have an alliance because we now trust you you grew up perfect and this will all be just great so now you got brother pinned against brother it's kind of crazy they got split up from sounds like a movie i split up at a young age now they're gonna have to fight each other it's a lot like a movie yeah we've done a lot of people type episodes and i'm like there should be a better movie about this or any movie at all or you know a cartoon i'd watch a crazy weird yeah bloody cartoon (laughs) this whole movie should be uh, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Yeah. Yeah. Just pegging people. <laughs> Just shoving fucking Elmer Fudds <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> Through the stakes. <laughs> oh, my God. The Sultan promises Radu, yeah, it can be yours once we take it over. And he takes his large army to go attack Wallachia. Um, unfortunately for Dracula, he only has like 30,000 men on his army now by this point. So Dracula is greatly outnumbered, 30,000 versus 150,000. Big, big, big problem. And his men are even outclassed as far as weapons go. I mean, they're they using... just have stakes. Stakes, yeah. <laughs> That's all they have. They're scary, but, you know, not really practical all the time. <laughs> but, but even then, Dracula has some really great tactics that he uses against them. So he goes to take his 30,000 men to go meet before they actually get to Wallachia. So his 30,000 uh, 30, men go meet the 150,000. 
And what they would do is they would fight, and when they would go to retreat, they would start burning the land between them. So when they would go to retreat, the Turks couldn't follow. And then they could regroup, and then they'd go do hit and runs, and then they'd burn land and come back. So they're kind of doing like... Slash and burn, guerrilla warfare. Yeah. Smart. It gets to the point where Dracula even orders his men to even burn their own crops that are outside of the city, um, poison wells, so that way if the Turks get thirsty, and they're like, we need some water, and they go drink, and they get sick. Yeah, stop the resources. And my favorite tactic he uses, just because I think it's funny that it even worked, but he would take his own men that had the bubonic plague. Oh. They were victims of the bubonic plague, and he would send them in. Oh, Dracula. To the camps of the Turks, and then they would infect the army. Like a guy just walks in and he's like, hey, yeah, how's it going? <coughs> What's that? You're eating that? Have a bite? Oh, here, you can have the rest, bro. And they're like, who are you? Oh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm Jimmy's cousin. And then you just leave really quick. Jimmy, he, that guy did not look healthy. Huh? You yeah. don't look good. And it works. Like, people get sick. Fuck. They're being slowed down. They can't drink. They don't have water resources because he poisoned all the wells. Smart. I mean, if you don't give a fuck about your land. Yeah. Or your people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. And it works. He, he ends up uh, doing quite a bit of damage to the Sultan's men. Man. The Sultan's army. But unfortunately, these tactics just aren't enough against the sheer number that the Sultan has. And eventually, the Sultan's able to push his way all the way up to Wallachia. But Dracula's no longer there. He kind of knew he was outnumbered. So he took the remaining men he had, which is like 24,000. He only lost like 6,000. But well, that tactic, yeah. Heavy damage against uh, the Sultans. But he takes his men, and he's like, "Let's." there's a mountain outside of Wallachia, outside the city. Let's go hold up in there. And so that's what they do. They go up there. The Sultan finds out that they are somewhere in the mountains. Mm -hmm. He's like, cool, I'll just take my men and just surround that area, and we'll just wait for them to starve to death. There's nothing up there. They can't escape anywhere. We'll just do that. Yeah. And it kind of starts to work where Dracula and his men are like, we got to come up with a plan. We can't just stay here, and we can't go out because they're down there. So Dracula comes up with a good idea. He's like, all right, if we all go out there running to go attack, we'll all just get slaughtered. But I'm going to go put a disguise on, you know, get my little funny glasses and it comes with a little mustache yeah and i'm gonna go walk down there <laughs> and he does he gets, he gets his disguise and he goes down and he, he's able to walk around the camp freely um he finds out that all the men have been ordered to basically just stay in their tents the sultan was like they're not coming out they're just gonna starve to death if they even do decide to come out like later on they're gonna be so malnourished that they'll sultan just... is not that bright yeah and dracula's like hmm that tent right there is nice big and fancy that's the sultan's tent. I'm going to mark that for later. And he marks it down of the area where it's at. And then he goes back to his men. He's like, look, these guys are dumb. They're just sleeping. Like, they're just hanging out. Let's go drunk. do a surprise attack. And what he does is he divides his army. He did the actual reconnaissance for that? Yeah. What a strange fellow. Right? A ballsy. Mm-hmm. So he takes... Half of his men to go attack from the north side of their camp and half men to, to the south. And they kind of do like a squishy sandwich. Yeah. And it, it surprisingly works fairly well in the sense that the Turks take heavy losses. They weren't prepared. They lose like 20,000 men Jackasses. within this attack, which goes on for maybe a day. But eventually it gets to the point where Dracula's like, well, we've lost 5,000 men. We've killed 20,000 of them. But uh, we're going to lose if we keep staying here. So let's go back to the mountains really quick. And he calls a retreat. So they yeah. all go back to the mountains. Run away! And Run this, away! 
this fucks up the Sultan so much that this happened that he's like, I'm going to retreat too. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so, oh, what yeah. the hell? Oh, he's killing everybody. By the way, the tent that was uh, marked, um, I forgot to mention. Yeah, so Dracula goes into that tent. It wasn't the, it wasn't the Sultan's. It's just a big fancy tent. They just showed up in there, and some other guy's like, "Ah, huh, I kill you!" And then, okay, fuck, oh, damn it, not the. Uh, it was cool though. Yeah. So I think it's funny that he's retreating. And the Sultan's like, "Oh, they're retreating! Retreat too!" So they go back, but they don't go all the way back. Um, the Sultan wants to, but his like war advisors are like, "You got him on the ropes, bro. Like you can you can win this fight. Don't that's go all the way back." Yeah, that's why he's fighting that way. So instead, they're like, "Cool." Why don't we just go to Wallachia? We know they're not there. We'll just hold up in their own city. It'll be awesome. And they're like, cool. That so, was the whole plan, right? Take it over. Yeah. So the Turks go and actually go inside the city at this point. And here they find 20,000 Turks who were staked in the city <laughs> from previous battles and shit. Just rotting. And the Sultan's looking around at all these staked <clears throat> Turks and is like, my God. This guy's a fucking sicko. And surprisingly, and I don't know why, but uh, Dracula's wife and I guess a few other people were staying up in the castle. The Turks eventually overthrow the castle. wasn't really that hard. And his wife apparently was like, I don't want to be captured by the Turks. So she like threw herself off of the castle, like high tower. And such drama. Died. Yeah. Oh, such drama. Not by the Turks. It can't be. No. Maybe she's like, I saw, I see my husband does. Maybe other people are also that brutal. I don't know. Could be, yeah. I don't know. He should have taken her with him. What the fuck is that about? I don't know. He he marries multiple times, so like whatever. He's like, I've got another one somewhere around here. It's just a hole. I mean, I fill <laughs> holes with stakes. I'll just get another stakes hole. Stakes and dicks. That's 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 my whole life. It's <laughs> my motto. That's what I live by. Not gonna change. <laughs> Staking holes. Hey, my name's Drac. You got a hole? I'll stake it. Call, Call me one eight eight eight. Stake my hole. Dun 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 dun. So at this point, uh, Dracula is like, okay, they've taken over Wallachia. If I want to take it back, I need a much bigger army than what I have now. Yeah. And they're able to sneak off because they're no longer being surrounded. So he and his men take off down towards Hungary. They're like, well, let's go meet up with Hungary. And Remember us? They fucking hate the Turks. The Turks are now in Wallachia. Let's yeah. ask them if they will help us get an army and go take Wallachia back. They help. Yeah. So he goes down there, and it is now the person in charge is Matthias. Who is Hanyadi's uh, younger yeah. brother, remember? John Hanyadi. So Matthias Hanyadi. So they were friends, right? They were talking about back and forth before. So Matthias, at least he's, he's got someone on the inside he knows. He's like, Matthias, you're now the uh, ruler. Perfect. Um, uh, This is my scenario. Come help. And Matthias is like, that sounds great. I'm going to imprison you for four years instead. <laughs> because nobody has friends. The only friend he has, Dracula, is fucking Stephen the Great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you can't really expect people to be your friend. Yeah. Nobody really knows why he uh, decided to do this. There's, I guess, historians argue back and forth. Some of the consensus is that he was trying to become leader of, like, the Catholic Church in some way, get higher up in that somewhere yeah. around there. And he's like, the only way that's going to happen is if we quit fighting with the Turks and you guys just keep fighting over the same land. I guess. I don't know. It doesn't really make sense to me, but nonetheless... Sounds he... like he wanted to lock up the staking guy. He's like, this guy's fucking too much. Yeah. Too much. Well, during the four years while he's imprisoned in Hungary, Matthias actually starts to kind of soften up, and he's like, yeah, we're friends. You know, it's cool. Like, you can't, you can't be crazy, though. So over years, of course, they started to get their relationship back, and even to the point where 
Matthias allows Dracula to marry one of his own cousins. Not Dracula's <laughs> cousins, but Matthias's cousin. <laughs> right. Still. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ah, oh, you're not so bad, I guess. I'm sorry I locked you up. Here's my cute cousin. Yeah. Stake her. And he gives them a, even a house. He's like, you guys can live here in Hungary. Don't go back to Wallachia. You, you're forbidden to do that. Yeah, that's not yours anymore. But that's not how Dracula thinks. He's of like, not. it's my fucking throne. It's I'm heir to it. It's mine. Yeah. So he meets up with a general, a military general, who's like, yeah, I kind of think that the Turks should leave too. And he's like, perfect. So do Sweet. I. So they make a really weird kind of army base from multiple countries. They get Transylvania involved. They get Hungary, people who disagree that, you know, with the Matthias. They get people from King Stephen's area, Moldovia. Right. And so they are like, cool, we've got ourselves enough of an army. Let's go back and take Wallachia. He's like, my brother's up there ruling it, and it should be me. I hate that guy. Because I forgot to mention, yeah, his brother's now the ruler. I hate rap music. Yeah. And by the time they start to take their army up there, unfortunately, Radu dies. And it's weird because hmm. history doesn't know exactly the, the time that he died, like the date, and they don't know how, but it is highly speculated that it was actually Stephen the Great who sent in the order to go have him killed, which is cool because Dracula's only friend so yeah, far. His only friend is help. And and maybe there was even communication. Maybe uh, Dracula sent a message to Stephen the Great and was like, go kill my brother for me, would you? I hate that guy. So that actually has a new ruler by the time that Dracula gets up there. And he is such a pansy that once he hears that the Dracula is coming with an army, he's like, oh, I remember that guy. No, nope, nope. no, I'm not getting staked. Nuh-uh. And he just runs Run off. Run away. <laughs> he just leaves. Run away. So they basically just take over Malik, and he's like, ah. That was I'm easy. King again for the Sweet. third time of this place. God, this is so easy. People are all so weak. <laughs> At this point, Dracula's like 45 years old, just to kind of give you more context. So at this point, this is where uh, the military that he kind of makeshift made uh, mm-hmm. It dissolves, and he doesn't really have much of an army. He's only got like four or 5,000 men. The Turks find out that he went and took Wallachia back over, and then they just shove a big giant army in, which they get into a battle, and the Turks win, and they kill Dracula. Yeah. He's not able to... It's coming, buddy. Yeah, he wasn't able to make it this time. So Dracula, I mean, they even like, I guess, they decapitate his head and send it back to um, Istanbul. Wow, Istanbul. Istanbul. They don't stake him? They gotta stake him. They didn't stake him. Lucked out, motherfucker. And they show everybody like, all right, the Impaler is now dead. We can all relax a little bit. (sighs) And they take over Wallachia, so the Turks have it now. No more staking. Okay. Yeah, but it's crazy just to think about how many times, even just in this guy's life, of like he died you know, in his 40s. He had to rule his own country three different times because it kept getting taken over by other people. Yeah. And not always by the same country of people. And he wasn't even like, well, I guess he was born there, but he wasn't even raised there. Yeah. He was raised by the other fucking people. He was technically actually born in uh, Transylvania, but it was close by Wallachia. That's where he stayed. Very strange. This is a lot like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. that would be a good st- strategy for somebody in that show to have is just stake everybody. <laughs> Dude, they should. He should have put that in there. Psychological warfare I'm works. I'm gonna assume that R.R. Uh, R. Martin mm-hmm. probably took a lot from history, at least inspiration. As far as I can tell, yeah. But here's a couple of quick fun facts about Dracula. 
So his name, we already went over why he got his name Dracula, right? Because his father was Dracula, son of the dragon. But he is actually the inspiration, or at least it is presumed that he is the inspiration of Bram Stoker's fictional blood-sucking character, Dracula. Hmm. Now, there's not a whole lot of references other than the name Dracula, as well as the small connection with Transylvania. Sure. And he was a bloody, crazy killer, so it doesn't really quite, you know... Yeah. Completely make up the character, but that might have been some of it that Brom got. Was I like, would imagine the vampire myth was an existing thing, and then he's just like, I need a brutal fucking guy yeah. for a good name. And what's a better name than Vlad Dracula? It's just a good name. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So it's estimated that under Dracula's orders, over 20,000 men were impaled, mm. 10,000 burnings at the stake. Ugh. 5,000 men that were beheaded, and at least one man who was boiled alive and then fed to other people. Despite all of this, his home country, now Romania, Dracula is seen as a national hero now. Hell yeah. He fought off against the Ottoman Empire, held against his own, um, so they actually praise him as being like the good guy. They recognize that he did some crazy things, but most people are like, eh, it was the time frame, he had to do what he had to do. We all say shit like that. Yeah. I mean, um, Mongolia does that with Genghis Khan. Yeah. We do that with, uh, with Everybody. Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. That's what people do. Yeah. Overall, it's estimated that in his lifetime, Vlad the Impaler, Dracula, <laughs> was responsible for 100,000 deaths, mostly Turks. And this makes him the most brutal enemy against the Ottoman Empire. Hey, man. If you're going to be an Impaler, yeah. have a good fucking history of murder. Yeah. Oh, so heartwarming. Although Dracula was known primarily for impaling his enemies, this wasn't the only method. He also would just cut off limbs, would burn people. He'd torch them in, in all sorts of ways, uh, scalping even. Ugh. Yeah, so he wasn't just the impaling, you know. That's the one that really stands out to you. That was you. his favorite one to do. His favorite. Yeah, he's like, if I had to pick one, definitely that one. Oh, I love it so much. I like them all, but this one's my favorite. He's like going through a booklet of torture, just <laughs> jerking off. Picking just, ones. Oh, ooh, this man. One, this one. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, boil them. I've got a highlighter. I want to highlight this page. Okay. This a good one. So, Draco is also known for his morbid sense of humor, since we are making... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope so. After being impaled, um, his victims would often twitch around as they died, and according <laughs> to one account... Uh, Dracula once casually said, oh, what a great gracefulness they exhibit. Somebody's like, their body is seizing and going into shock, and he's like, oh, how good, what a great dancer. Look at, <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh Look at him move. He's uh, graceful, no. And his troops are like, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus, don't impale me. I should be clapper. Which is funny, because this should also give you some insight of maybe he how he even treated his own men, because one time while they were walking past a bunch of bodies who they had staked, one of his men was plugging their nose, and for whatever reason, Dracula found it offensive and decided to stake that guy for doing that. He's <laughs> like, it smells fine. What's your problem? You know what? Stake him too. Yeah, no. No. No, this guy. Oh, yeah, stake him too. Sure, I don't give a shit. But this guy for sure. Yeah, both of them. Cut his nose off first. <laughs> oh, no, baby doesn't like it. Oh. So, yeah, he was a brutal Spread guy. Spread him. Brutal. But it, hey, the man. whole entire story is just crazy to me because you've got... Dracula, who was born in, or at least, you know, was the son of a ruler of Wallachia, was captured and taken over to the Turks, the Ottoman Empire, mm. who then raise him eh, throughout his teens and maybe early 20s, tell him to 
hey, go back and take over your own land. We're friends. He takes over his own land and then fights against the Turks the whole entire time while getting backstabbed by just about everybody he meets. <laughs> yeah, just it feels like the desperation he had to hold on to it where he was like, I have to be the brutalest motherfucker ever. Yeah. And you know what? I kind of like it. It's kind of fun. I kind of like what I'm doing to people. This is, uh, I mean, I'm trying to come up with new ways to sharpen the stakes faster. I'm an artist. Sometimes I don't sharpen them enough on purpose. What is that? What happens then? Oh, dull stakes. Let's oh, yeah. try that. Yeah, let's see what happens there. You have to pull on their legs really hard <laughs> oh, for like an hour and a half. <laughs> my guys get tired. I have to switch them out. What's really funny is the sound that people make when you pull on their legs. Because <laughs> they go, uh, uh, uh. Especially you got the men going, okay, one, two, two three. three. Huh. One, two, three. Huh. And it, what happens if one of you just pulls one leg and the other one does it? I want to see what happens. <laughs> Oh, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Can okay, now do the other leg. <laughs> ah. He's got okay, like, so go. <laughs> he's got five stakes up of different men, and each one has a different note. So when they pull on it. <laughs> hold on, boys. Let's see me this. Whoa, for the longest time. For the longest, don't you say goodbye to me tonight. <laughs> Perfect. This was great. Yeah, this is. Is anyone else having as much fun as I am? Everybody call me the maestro. <laughs> and a one, and a two, and a. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, I love this song. So that's Vlad the Impaler. Uh, sorry, I had to call him Dracula the whole entire time. I would have much rather called him Vlad the Impaler or Vlad. It's fun, but. Eh, but he's, he's also Dracula. Yeah. It's accurate. Yeah. No, it's totally fine. It's just it sounds silly to me to say Dracula the whole entire time. <sighs> if you're gonna call somebody, you know, the dragon or son of the dragon. He's going to be a sick, tough fucking guy. Yeah. Lots of impaling. Yeah. Not as much fire breathing, but that's all right. He still, yeah. he lit the He made other people fire breathe sometimes. fire. Yeah. When he shoved yeah. a stake through their ass, out through their mouth, and then lit on fire. He's like, ah, dragons. Ah, hey, fire breather, huh? That's... Wait a second. I'm the only dragon. Cut off his limbs. I don't like that. Cut his head off. <laughs> that's better. Someone's like, he's got a stake going through his head. I have to get an axe. I didn't ask, stake him. <laughs> stake him. Oh, no. Oh, God. I'm so sick of people talking back. <laughs> I just prefer it when they're gagging on wood. That's the only sound I like. I'm a deeply, deeply sick man. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to another episode of People Time. Hopefully you've enjoyed uh, learning about Vlad the Impaler, Dracula. And make sure you uh, subscribe if you haven't so you can get the new episodes coming out. If you haven't listened to the old episodes, there's no order you have to listen to in, but we always recommend going back and checking them out if you haven't because they're awesome. Crazy amounts of information that are mm -hmm. just weird. History is odd. Go learn more. It is very strange. Yeah. And we talk about a lot of it. We got like 50-something episodes. Go check it out. Yeah. Or or we'll, we'll stake you. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't. Don't test me. I love you, dabblers.